Welcome to the Naples Community Church Podcast with Pastor Kurt Anderson. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you find this sermon inspires you, builds your faith, and gives you perspective to see God moving in your life. We trust God has great things in store for you. Enjoy today's message. Well, this political season is heating up, but... um... And and I've overheard in unlikely places, like grocery stores, and I saw two ladies going at it at the end of the aisle, right right by, buy one, get one free. I couldn't, you know, you're supposed to go to Publix. The Publix is like a treasure hunt. You're not supposed to argue in the grocery store. And then, uh, of course, Starbucks, you know, they're always going at it at Starbucks. But um, the only thing worse than a political argument is a theological one. And that's how this whole mess started. Because Adam and Eve are in the garden, and the serpent, the bad guy, the devil, says, did God say, questioning the word of God, questioning the love of God, questioning... This, this one who made them and gave them into, put them into the abundance of the garden, gave them the gift of work, put them there and said, till it, keep it, gave them the gift of purpose. And into that, maybe at the end of a long day when they're a little, a little tired, but they had everything. They had one another. And yes, before the fall, they had all the stuff for baby-making there in the garden. And they had work, which was a gift. Therefore, they had purpose. And to that, the devil asked this question, Does God say thus and so? Is this what God really said? You mean God is so petty that if you just take from that one tree, is God that petty that everything falls down? Well, it's a tough theological question. It's the kind of question that we can ask today. It's the kind of question that we can ask when things happen that we don't understand. When things happen that are beyond our minuscule capability to wrap our minds around. And yet, we do, we grapple, and we also enter into those personal gripes with God those personal arguments with God and it's okay God can take our arguments God can handle our our anger God is a loving parent and he can take it when we get mad at him I've shared with you once my uh, youngest daughter I don't know what it was that I said but I said something as we all do as parents. She's about seven years old. She turned, stormed out of the kitchen, stopped at the doorway, and said, I thought I was going to get good parents. <laughs> Off she went. That's how we are. We think we're going to get a good God who will act the way we want God to act. But there's so much beyond what we see and understand. And, and so in this life, what we don't see is how God is working 
and how events that occur within our lives are in some way participating in what He is doing, in His will. And so when we pray that phrase in the Lord's Prayer, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. That's a prayer that has as its root a very fundamental and very human skepticism. Because what we're saying is that this world is not the kingdom. This world is not the way it should be. Yes, we say Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord of all, but if he's Lord of all, why are things the way they are? And not only that, why am I the way I am? How is it it's not come together yet, even in me? How is it that God allows these things to happen? The shooting at the synagogue, tree of life, who knows? God knows. God redeems. God gathers to himself. I mean, it wouldn't take a lot for us because we feel deeply those violations. We feel deeply those instances where it's so wrong. I mean, it's like our whole body can be healthy and we cut our we cut our finger with a piece of paper and we say bad words. We get all upset and all of our focus, despite all of our health, goes onto that one little tiny slit in our finger. All of our attention goes to the negative. And yes, so we can easily identify the negative. And if we're scavenging for the negative, we will find it. And an act of discipline among, amongst all of us is to scavenge for the good, to look for the best, to look for the, the stuff that God is doing. So I, I came in this morning and I saw that little bike back there with its bow on it. That's not what we're doing. That's what God is doing. And it's so easy to just glance at it and walk on. But that's what, that's what our Lord is about. He's bringing His will into this world. And how much we would love to see that little bicycle and some little boy or girl on Christmas Day in that moment of reception. Is there a sweeter, greater joy but that one might receive the grace of God in such a way as that, in a way that they understand? They may not, and they certainly don't understand the, the talk about God loves you and all of that. That's so nebulous to a child. But what she does understand is a bicycle. <laughs> that they get. And so when we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, we are, we are praying in acknowledgement and recognition that it is not the way it should be. That the status quo is not the kingdom of God and it will not be until the Lord God wraps it all up. 
So that means that we always have to have sort of a radical openness to that which is new, that which is breaking in, that which is not yet. An openness to receive something that we didn't anticipate before, something that is coming to us. Now, there's this phrase that drives me crazy. Well, sometimes I'll apply it to me. Well, you're old. You don't like change. (laughs) Old people don't like change. You know something? I think that is so wrong. The reality is people who are older are dealing with so much change every single day. So much is in transition. There are so many things. My computer this morning... I reached for my glasses. I didn't need my glasses like two weeks ago to read my computer. What's going on? That change I don't like. But you pile it on with the loss of a spouse or the loss of a spouse's health. You pile it on with the breakdown of health and one thing after another and change is pressing upon one after another, pressing upon us. But give such a one as that an opportunity to do something new and fresh and new, and that sparks up the hope again. So the Apostle Paul says, hope that is seen is not hope. We hope in that which we do not see. Sometimes it's hard for us to continue to hope given the realities of life as we're actually experiencing them. And it's hard for people to hope when horrific tragedies occur. It's hard for people to hope. And so they they lose the ability to see. And oftentimes there is, under those circumstances, the, the clinging to things that are far less and that that somehow is going to satisfy, and certainly it does not. And so we hope, ultimately, for that which we do not see, And that is the very coming of the Lord, the coming of his kingdom, the reign of Christ over all things. And those moments when we experience that and see that, somehow we know it. We see people reconcile. When we see, oh, you know what I mean. All those experiences in your life where it just has come together and you have a deep and abiding joy because of it. Those instances allow us to keep our hope alive. Even though we don't see the reason why, because just a beautiful sky doesn't explain it. Beautiful skies all the time, but it's only on some instances that we really feel that the Lord is with us. So the Lord breaks in so that we might continue in our prayers that, that the kingdom might come, that it might be made real in our midst. During the Second World War, a pastor in Germany had his church bombed out. 
sanctuary was destroyed. Beautiful church. And the church was destroyed. So they gathered, a tiny remnant of that church gathered in what constituted the area of the choir. And rather than a thousand or so people, he had maybe a hundred or so people on that morning. And afterwards, a woman came to him and asked him if she, if he wouldn't accompany her to a place where there was a bomb crater. And of course, he said he would. And they walked some three miles from the church. And she, as they approached, began to weep. And she said, this is the place. At the bottom of that crater, this bomb which had taken the lives of some 50 young people when it hit. Her husband was there with those young people. And all they found was his cap. And they stood looking off into the abyss, into that which they cannot understand, into that which defies explanation. And rather than saying, why would God allow this? Because that is what was going on all through their community. Why would God allow this? To which, of course, the pastor said, why would human evil be so unleashed upon our nation? Why are we so quick to blame God when we have plenty of human agents right here who have embodied the realities of evil against us? But instead, rather than asking the why would God question, she simply held that cap and said to him, Pastor, thank you that you showed him the gateway into eternity. And somehow in that, the reality of the kingdom broke in in that moment. And this pastor felt his heart swell with gratitude that somehow his work, his preparation, his preaching, his pastoral care, all that he did had that singular effect at such a moment in time. So when we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, here as there, we are praying a phrase of great hope because we cannot see and yet we scavenge for the good. We look, we hope, and we pray. Will you bow with me? Oh, Lord Jesus, we do not understand. Comprehension is beyond us. But like children, trust their parents. When they need parents to be caring, loving, and providing. But that is what we do. Thank you that you hold us in the strength of your hand. And thank you, O oh Lord, that each and every one of us matter to you. 
In Jesus' name. If you enjoyed today's podcast, there are a few things you can do. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. For more information, you can visit us online at www.naplescommunitychurch.org. If you happen to be visiting Naples, please drop in for our Sunday service at 10 a.m. We'd love to meet you. Thanks again for joining us. Have a fabulous day.